Hey guys, welcome to my channel. My name is Dr. Tom LeHue and we're going to be talking about Enneagram Type 4 and we're going to be talking about the superpowers or the strengths of Type 4. And I like to think of them as superpowers because, you know, when you think about it, like when things are going well and we're, we're healthy, we're balanced and we're not under a lot of stress and not trying to prove ourselves we show up in a way to really offer help and support and care for other people. And we're going to talk about the ways that fours show up in a very special way to, uh, to come alongside of us and really support and give you know, help to all of us. Before we get started, just a reminder in the description below is a link to my website, TomLahue.com, where I do offer coaching, Enneagram coaching, relationship coaching, and a lot of training and classes and all kinds of stuff. Um, I'm always coming out with new things, and I just love you guys, and I love the Enneagram, and I know what a help it is um, to me and my family, and what it can be for you, and I love sharing it with people. So check out the website. You can always join, if you haven't yet, join my free community on my homepage, and uh, download the free resource that's there for you. Um, right now it is, um, and this will change, but at the recording of this video, it's a video series uh, on awakening your true calling. So knowing you know more about yourself and, and understanding and identifying more about yourself, that's a free resource on my website. And you know just check it out because it, it updates all the time. And I send an email out a couple times a week with lots of free resources and information. I'd love for you to be a part of that community. Okay, so let's talk about uh, type fours, um, and let's uh, let's go down this list. I've got ten items on the superpowers list of fours. I've spent a lot of time coaching fours, and I can't say that I know everything about fours, but I have uh, I've grown in my understanding and my awareness, and uh, I'm always learning more. So let's talk about fours. And number one on my superpower list for fours is creativity creativity and that is you know highly imaginative able to find unique and artistic ways of expressing themselves and when you think about a lot of the musicians today a lot of the uh, uh, performers in our culture are type fours uh, fours and sevens can look a little similar sometimes as performers uh, both of them you know might be very individualistic and artistic and uh, but uh, sevens tend to focus a lot more on the positives and sevens tend to be sort of the sex, drugs, and rock and roll kind of culture where fours much more um, emotionally expressive. So creativity, which is a great superpower in many different ways, not just in art, uh, but also like in business. Think about if you're going to create a business, uh, you have to develop some, something that sets your company apart, something that sets your products apart. And, uh, you know, a lot of threes have that four wing. They want to be successful and they got to do it in a unique and special way. And fours, you bring creativity with you wherever you go. And we appreciate it. All right, number two, empathy. Empathy is a deep understanding of emotions. And, of course, fours tend to not be afraid of emotions like sevens or threes might be. But a deep understanding of your own emotions, which often leads you, leads you with this, leaves you with this ability to empathize with other people in a very profound way. 
And I think about like the social outcasts, you know, or the deviants within a society. And as a four, you may find that it's just natural for you to be a little sympathetic to those kind of people. Like, why is everybody dogpiling on this person? Why is everybody looking down on them just because they're different or just because they they don't they didn't grow up the same way or or do things the same way? I think we should better try to understand, you know, what's going on in that person, what brought them to that place in their life or what caused them you know to give up on society or give up on their family I think fours you tend to empathize like big hearts a lot of times big hearts that that try to really understand why somebody is cast out or why somebody isn't getting along and uh, try to to understand those people and that is empathy the ability to understand and put yourself in somebody else's shoes all right number three authenticity authenticity like that that resolve to be yourself to know yourself and to be yourself and even if sometimes that causes you to differentiate yourself away from the group or others or to be misunderstood by others this this resolution within you that well I've got to be true to myself I need to know who I am I need to know what I value what I believe and I need to be true to that and type fours value authenticity and strive to be true to their own identity, often leading them to be seen as unique and original individuals. And that's a lot of words in there. Unique, original individuals. And all of those sound like the realm or the world of fours. Okay, the individualist, the one of the fa my favorite words for the four is the healer. And I think that's part of that empathy thing, going back to that empathy thing, is being able to, you know what suffering is, you know what it's like to, to have your own trouble, our own problems in life, and then you empathize in somebody else's life and can help them feel understood. And um, the very thing that you want as a four to feel understood, but often feeling misunderstood, you tend to help people move through some challenges in their life and to find their authentic truth for their life. So we got creativity, we have empathy, and we have authenticity. Number four, self-awareness. Self-awareness. And yes, I'm looking at a little, you know, notes in front of me. So if I look like I'm distracted, give me a break. I'm a seven. It's hard for me to focus. Okay. So, so number four, self-awareness. They possess a high level of self-awareness. You know, what a great, what a great thing we could all learn from. All of us need to be a little more self-aware. Uh, aware of our emotions, aware of how we're feeling, aware of our moods, aware of how we're coming across with other people, uh, aware of our beliefs, uh, our opinions, and, and fours will help you sometimes really push deeper into your own uh, inner self to become more self-aware yourself. You know, I can just imagine a four sitting down with a nine and saying, how can you not know how you feel about this political issue? How could you not know how you feel about, you know, the way your, your parents are treating each other? And so that, that, that willingness to like push in into the inner person, understand yourself is something that a lot of us may not spend enough time doing. And as a four, thank you for your help in helping us become more self-aware. Uh, understanding themselves on a deep and complex level. Okay, number five, emotional depth. 
emotional depth. I saw a meme today of a, of a disappointed four, you know, and they were trying to talk to somebody about something meaningful. And they, it was like a picture of a person going into another person's brain. Only they got really frustrated because instead of going into the depths, they found out their brain was not much more than a puddle. Well, whether that's nice or not, I don't know. My wife's a two. She would tell you that's not nice. But you get the point is fours tend to have this depth about them. Think about it. You're on the bottom of the Enneagram there next to fives. And where you might say fives tend to have an intellectual depth. Uh, and that doesn't mean that fives can't have a deep emotional depth as well. I understand that. But we tend to like categorize these things maybe a little bit. Maybe a little bit not fair, but we tend to think of fives as being more like intelligence or information depth and fours. Not that fours can't be intelligent. Don't throw rocks at me. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that fours tend to prioritize how does this make me feel or what does this feeling mean? This feeling means something and I need to understand this feeling. And fours can be very brilliant, intelligent people as well, but just notice that preference for emotional depth as well. So type fours are comfortable, let's say it that way. Maybe I should just stick to the notes. Type fours are comfortable with deep feelings. Just recognize that all of us aren't. I'm a seven, I'm not that comfortable with deep feelings. If I start feeling like sadness or anger or fear or disappointment, I don't wanna think about that. I don't wanna stay there. I mean, just thinking about it, I'm starting to get like chills, like, ugh, I don't wanna think about that. Probably a lot of threes, a lot of nines, you know, tend to like, let's move through that, let's get beyond that. But this willingness to slow down and really allow yourself to sit in that, maybe even journal through those things. Uh, fours are comfortable with deep feelings and able to navigate emotional complexities complexities, 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 often providing insight and understanding to others. So think in a little bit like some ways like a therapist might do or a counselor might do, often sees nines and fours as good counselors or just kind of wired as, you know, sort of like therapist. And there and there's a lot of reasons. I mean, think empathy and authenticity and self-awareness and emotional depth. I mean, all those things are really good to have as superpowers when you're talking to other people or engaged in relationship with other people. Very relational superpowers to have. All right, number six, what do we have so far? Creativity, empathy, authenticity, self-awareness, emotional depth, and number six, passion. Passion, I like that one, passion. Passion, you know, can sometimes get you into trouble. The dramatist is another one of the words for four, not that flattering, you know, of a word. Being very dramatic or feeling things very dramatically, expressing yourself in a very dramatic way. And the, probably the positive way of saying that is you're very passionate about what you believe in. You're very passionate. Um, they have a deep capacity for passion and can be deeply moved and move others with beauty, art, and personal expressions. And again, I think that that passion could get lived out in a lot of different ways. It could be as simple as something like scrapbooking. It could be as simple as something as gardening and, you know, creating your own unique style or beauty, like think like a Zen garden or something like that. And it could be as expansive as think of like architecture, as building structures and creating beauty out of architecture, out of stone and, you know, and timber. And so there's a lot of different ways to express all of that. 
but I bet as a four that if you if you are living, you're trying to figure out or are living what you're passionate about. And when you can't figure that out, it could probably be very frustrating. Like I know that I need something to do that I'm passionate about, but I'm not sure what it is. I do a lot of coaching with people on that topic, a lot of coaching with different types, trying to figure out, you know, what am I passionate about? Like I'm alive and I'm breathing and I'm a human, but I just kind of feel like I'm going through the motions. I feel sort of stuck in life and I just kind of feel like, you know, I'm drifting and I don't really know what my purpose is. I think purpose is a huge word for fours. I mean, think about it, the worth and value, two, threes, and fours, they're all dealing with that same issue of worth and value. Right in that group of words would be purpose. Like, I want to know what my purpose is, and I want to live that purpose with passion. I can get behind that as a seven. I really can. Passion. All right, number seven, intuition. Intuition. What do you think of when you think of intuition? I'd be curious. I'd be curious to find out and you know, kind of what goes through your mind when you think of that word intuition. You know, in the old days, they used to talk about a woman's intuition, and it was kind of the idea. It's probably very chauvinistic, and I'm sorry. I don't mean to be misogynistic. Misogynistic. I don't mean to, uh, you know, whatever. I am what I am. I'm not perfect, and I grew up in a culture, and I'm a part of it. But I know that they used to, in old shows, they would talk about, you know, a woman's intuition, and it kind of had the idea like, Sometimes women, the, the idea was is they could know things that weren't necessarily obvious to everybody. They might not be obvious to the men. They just kind of knew things. Now, I don't know about women's intuition. I think we all probably have some levels of intuition, but the idea here is that fours might have a superpower when it comes to intuition. When I think of intuition, I think of being able to just know something even though it's not obviously known. It's like you might just walk into a room. I think a lot of nines are like this as well. A lot of nine wing ones in particular and, and probably some twos. And there's probably a few others. I got a daughter who's an eight that she's very intuitive. So it may not be limited to types, but my interactions with people, a lot of nines and a lot of fours primarily, very intuitive in the sense of like being able to, I think of it like this, being able to, and I might, I might be wrong. I'm gonna look at my notes here in a minute. But the idea of like walking into a room and just knowing, like this place is evil like something about this is evil or even like haunted or something or going into a room and interacting with people and just knowing that like those relationships are off there's something about this that's off um, or that person's a predator and I tell you I'm I'm sometimes clueless about that stuff I need to be a lot better at that I I sometimes I I'm a seven. I tend to think like everybody's going to be my friend. We're all friends. Everybody's good and everybody's a friend and everybody's going to be nice and everybody's going to treat me well. And, and then I'm sometimes horribly surprised as I get to know people because I'm not that intuitive. And I've got to learn. I got to learn to try to exercise that a little bit better. But let me see what I have written down here for intuition. Type fours often have a strong intuition and are able to sense the emotions and needs of others. And again, sometimes twos, you know, they have that radar that picks up people's needs. And I think maybe as fours, you might not feel as compelled to meet people's needs, but you may, you may be able to read a lot. Think of it as like we all give off halos. 
you know, we have like this energy that comes off of us. And what this is saying is, is that fours, they might be able to just kind of tune in and read that energy a little better than some of us can. That's probably true for me. Okay, so what do we have so far? Let's review. Creativity, empathy, authenticity, sweet tea. I do declare I was raised in the South. Now I'm drinking my sweet tea. All right, authenticity, self-awareness, emotional depth, passion, intuition, and we got three more. Number eight, what a powerful superpower this is. I know I've got this a little bit and I need a lot more of it. Resilience, resilience. Yes, I did a whole class on resilient mindset coaching because I needed it. Honestly, I needed it. I went through a hard time at work. I got a video on here about how I lost my job because of the Enneagram whatever. We all have our problems, right? We all have our difficulties. Everybody's going to have some hardship in their life. And as a seven, I don't want to deal with it. I don't want to sit and work through all of it, you know? And so sometimes that keeps you stuck when you don't work through things. And so I know, I, I knew that I needed, you know, something to help me get back up on my feet, get moving forward again. I needed, I needed resilience, and so I made a big study of resilience myself and I went through a lot of information and of course I learn best when I when I have to make it into lessons and create, you know, content, create information. And so I created a course uh, as I was going through the information myself, I created a course on Invincible You, Resilient Mindset Coaching. It's an on-demand class and I, I also do it on Zoom from time to time. At the filming of this video, we got it coming up in September, I think, on Zoom. So if you feel like you've gotten knocked down and you need help getting back up, you need to brush yourself off, you know, and, and you know, one of the things I think about with fours is this word endurance or perseverance. And I think beautiful fits right in there with those other two words, resilience endurance, perseverance, and resilience. It's kind of like you know that sometimes life isn't fair. Force, you guys know that, that life sometimes isn't fair. And so to be able to face that, you have to at times be able to endure, persevere, and be resilient. Resilience is despite often facing emotional turbulence. I could stop there for a minute and talk about that, but I'm not going to. We're gonna keep the video positive emotional turbulence, okay? And as a four, you I would love to hear what, what you mean by that. Emotional turbulence. Type fours can show remarkable resilience and an ability to find meaning and growth in their struggles. Because life sometimes does feel like a struggle. It really does. I mean, sometimes it feels great. Sometimes life feels amazing and everything's going right, but a lot of times it's not. And, um, no matter how loud I whistle, I can't always whistle the dark away. Sometimes the darkness just surrounds you. And I don't like it. It doesn't feel comfortable to me. But I appreciate fours, for example, being able to face that and go toward the darkness. There it is again, the healer. To go toward the darkness and bring healing. All right, number nine, inspiration. I like this one a lot. Inspiration. 
I don't want to be boring. I don't like boring stuff. So I, I think of like inspiring people is like motivating them or challenging them. That's the way I think of inspiration. It's like giving people information. Look, seven has a line to five. Giving people information that then exhorts them or challenges them to think differently about something in life. And what is that? That's inspiring people. It's inspiring other people. And I love that, I really do. Because a lot of times people don't necessarily need a lot more information and they don't always need, um, you know, they don't always need somebody to preach at them, but they often are in need of inspiration. Like, I know what I need to do. I know I need to lose 20 pounds, okay? I know I need to get my work done and get motivated at work again. I know I need to spend more time with my family. We often know what we need to do, but we, we need inspiration. And inspiration is their unique perspective and depth of feeling often inspire those around them. What a wonderful gift that you guys bring. Now, I, I'm just curious. We could pause for a second. We got one more, okay? And one more that's an awesome one. It really is, and it's so for. But I just pause for a second. And I want you to think about something. This list that we've talked about, creativity, empathy, authenticity, self-awareness, emotional depth, passion, intuition, resilience, inspiration. Is that you today? Are you bringing that into the world? Because at your best, this is what you bring into the world. I remember talking to a young guy who was probably 20, early 20s. And he was a four wing five and he was kind of unmotivated and kind of detached. And, you know, he was living with his family. Uh, nothing wrong with that. But, you know, here he is in his early 20s and where a lot of people would be out getting a job, getting an apartment, going to school. He just kind of didn't see any of that in his future. And so he was sort of stuck in life. He was withdrawn and detached and... Um, you know, his parents were concerned because he, he wasn't moving forward. And not only that, but he didn't have a lot of good relationships. It wasn't like he was you know playing video games with friends every night. He didn't have a lot of friends. He didn't have any friends. Didn't have a job. Didn't have any education. Didn't have any goals. And wasn't really moving forward in life. And I remember talking about some of these things with him and I could just see him start to wake up and start to come alive because I don't think he thought that he could bring anything great into this world. I don't think his parents, you know, were were confident that he could bring something great into the world. And when you look at a list like this, what it tells you is it says, you know what your best, this is what you bring into the world. This is the dish that you share with everybody else around the table. You know, in your unhealth as a four, you're just like sucking all of this out of the world. And you're chasing, you know, who am I and why am I important and I didn't get a fair deal and I wanna keep this positive. But just look at this. This is kind of the, the, the you at your best. And I'm just curious, like when you look at this list, is that where you're at today? And if you're not, you know, what's keeping you? What's keeping you stuck? What's keeping you in that loop that keeps you from bringing all of these wonderful things that your team and your family and your world need? What's keeping you from doing that? All right, number 10, the last one, okay? Appreciation of beauty. And I always call it like this, like being able to see the beauty in the brokenness. 
You know, you think of the three, for example, they see the beauty in the beauty, right? But there's the four right next to them, like that sees the beauty in the brokenness. Think like a bunch of broken tiles, you know, laying all over. And so you take them and you, you, you um, um, put them all together into a beautiful mosaic. And a mosaic, that is just such a four idea in my mind of taking all these broken things that people would discard, that people would discount, that probably other people would just not see as valuable, and then arranging them in such a way, look at that, the healer, arranging them in such a way as to create this beautiful, unique, creative, you know, to, to create this work of beauty. I got chills talking about it because it's such an awesome thing. To, to see what other people have given up on, to see what other people bypass, what other people you know reject, and to be able to see, to slow down enough to try to understand and empathize with it and then to create beauty out of it. And really in a lot of ways, that's kind of what it means in, in my mind to be a four is beauty in brokenness. You already know you're broken. Uh, but do you know that you're beautiful? Do you know that you have worth and value? And it's not because you're so different than everybody else. You don't have to be different than everybody else to be a person of worth and value. That's kind of a thing that you put on yourself. But I want to try to like create some little bit of distance between those four beliefs in you and let you get some air and let you get your head above water so you can breathe a little bit. But appreciation for beauty. Type 4s have a keen eye for aesthetics. And that is just the way things look. Like, does this look good? Does this look bad? Does this feel good? Does this feel bad? Does this sound good, original? Does it sound pleasing? Or does it sound, you know, bush league or not quality? Um, deeply appreciate and create beauty in the world around them. And think, I mean, a lot of times you see like when you watch that home design show and, oh, wow, guess what? That person, you know, doing the design work happens to be a four because like in some ways you just kind of see things that maybe the rest of us don't see. Maybe it goes back to that idea of like awareness and intuition and being able to just see like this all fits together. This all is right together. Even though all these pieces are different, they all blend together to create this new beautiful thing. And what a wonderful gift. What a wonderful gift to bring into your place of employment or to bring into your family. Are you sharing these gifts? Are you sharing all of these gifts with the world around you? I hope you are. Because when people are healthy, they're amazing. When people aren't so healthy and they're not very balanced, all of us can be a little difficult to be around. And not just fours, all of us can be a little bit challenging to be around. All right, guys, I hope that this video is helpful. I'm here for you. If, if I can help you in any way, feel free to reach out to me. Make sure you grab my free resources on my website. I always have all kinds of stuff available for free just to help you out. Go there and join my uh, community. I'd love to hear from you. And of course, you can like, comment, subscribe. I never say that stuff. It's so cliche. Like, comment, and subscribe. Like, comment, and subscribe. And uh, you know, what else do you say? Like, comment, and subscribe. And uh, yeah, post your comments down at the bottom. Nah. Okay. All right. I'll see you guys next time. And as always, be present to life. And um, yeah, may the force be with you.